You didn't like the holy whip of justice. I was like, I was like, all I thought of was a succubus from out going, ooh, ah, ooh, you know, ooh, and you're like, uh, I don't know, man. Is it just me? Did anybody else think that? I can't be the only one. That's not, that is not a dark overlord thing, okay? That is not a dark yeah, that, overlord that's, that's thing. That's beyond PG 13. No. I can't As night fell, the world of Vera was bathed in the light from the celestial sky. Gazing upward, the Pathfinders couldn't help but wonder about the shattered moon, appearing as if it were infected with corruption. All of the heavenly things which lit up the night sky were brilliantly defined in their beauty, and it was truly something they all wished their families could see. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us and share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in hearts of those long left to cinder. Welcome in, friends. My name is Samorg, also known as, well, actually, Phoenix, also known as Samorg. <laughs> I need you to start saying Samorg and just leave the other part alone, but people don't always uh, know the difference sometimes. But uh, yo, friends, welcome in. It's a pleasure. We are going to have a hell of a show today. But before we dig in, got to uh, introduce my co-hosts here today. We got Daedalus. Welcome in, buddy. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome Faisal. Greetings. For his last show for like a couple months, probably, I think. And uh, friends, we've got a hell of a discussion to have today. There's some things in regard to lore I'd like to dig into. And well, some things related to the cleric, but... Before we dig in, I want to give a big shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com, the community curated website for Ashes of Creation. Also, a shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here over on Twitch, over on YouTube, and Kofi. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Speaking of the podcast, I want to show us some love. Go over to our pin post on Twitter over at Ashes Pathfinder on Twitter. Uh, go over to iTunes, give us five stars, leave us a comment. I will read that here live if it's appropriate. I'm doing away with the call for now, as far as the number used to have for people. If it becomes popular uh, in the future, we might do it again. But for now, I think I'm going to actually do it without it for a while. But you can also shoot us a message over at our mailbag from our Pathfinder ground at ashespathfinder.gmail.com. It'll get it to us at some point in time in the near future. We've got a developer live stream we're coming off the tail end of here, and we've got a lot to talk about with it. I heard that there's like a little bit of stuff in the community, I guess, that I'm just not aware of, but I think we're going to have fun talking about that. We've got the developer live stream outline for you. Shout out to Skylark, the botanist, who, as always, gets those to me relatively quick so I can get them up the same damn day. So there it is. Feel free to follow along. Um, I think we're probably going to have a bit of a focus on uh, talking about the day and night cycle, celestial bodies, some stuff around that, uh, probably the cleric as well. And then we'll see where we go. But gentlemen, why don't you catch up a little bit? How the hell you been doing? Anything in ashes uh, that you want to touch on potentially community oriented stuff? Because I think Daedalus probably wants to see what. Yeah, I just, I gotta I gotta call it out All right. because okay. it, it's it's a trigger point for me when you when you have some snap judgments with people that 
don't leverage facts and evidence for their opinions. Um, and so there's been a comment floating around and thank you meatloaf media for, mm. for, you know, cluing us in on this one. Um, there's been talk about this being the air quotes, worst live stream ever uh, for ashes. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm beside myself with this. Cause I, there's a few things that I, I will call out. All right. Number one, I don't think any of us can judge positive negative until we actually get in and look and feel and be in there right however i mean we can provide constructive feedback um and we can also set some context here too which i think that's where i probably have like the biggest piece of feedback for like folks that are maybe saying hey you know combat isn't as polished and everything looked basic and blah 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 i mean yeah, this is an alpha test and they're starting to iterate on, you know, combat and the classes. Mm. This is the first time we've seen um, the cleric in its current form. I played a cleric in alpha one, so I can already see just in that short period of time, because in relative scale, it's a very short period of time, how mm. much they've updated the mechanics of that class. So I'm, I wholeheartedly disagree with the fact that what they showed was basic i mean i've seen in alpha 2 things that aren't as polished in betas in other games and they're still like again right this is a true like alpha beta cycle that we probably haven't seen for a decade or two most of the alphas that are out there are pretty much in that near polished stage and even stuff that gets released is buggy is all get out so i guess my my opinion there is just you know first of all do your research before you make a judgment on that and and secondly you know i, I just think there's there's gotta be like some balance with this cancel culture that's out there in gaming right now because i know there's a lot of bad juju out there there's developers that aren't really taking the time and the care they need to to put out good products I have not seen that in Intrepid. I've actually seen quite the opposite. And they actually put themselves at risk very early in the project because they said, hey, you know, something's really bad here. We have to fix it. As opposed to pressing on and releasing earlier and potentially releasing a product they couldn't scale, they made a decision, a really tough decision to do that, um, you know, and, and not do that and 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 iterate some more so i guess that that's my my rant for this show is that it's like man i just can't believe like that kind of feedback is coming out if you really think it's the worst live stream ever i mean just look at the facts number one and number two if you do feel like there's things that need to change listen to what the developers they're saying they want you to say specifically what what's the issues that you're seeing uh, and i just don't feel like that gen level of generic comment is worth you know i guess it's worth repeating but since i'm talking about it but i'm just worth repeating in the sense of like people need to check themselves before you know what happens they wreck themselves <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah i guess i guess i updated <laughs> myself a little bit now too <laughs> yo man the old man is coming out <laughs> oh look at faithful he's like no he didn't <laughs> i know i saw that i'm like faithful come on you might have bb what's going on here <laughs> i even primed you i was like get ready get your jokes ready since this is like the last one you're going to be on for a while get prepared get your get your punches in <laughs> Uh, don't worry, I got you. I got you. 
Okay. What about you, Faisal? Feel free to jump in on any points you'd like to. I mean, I mean, I agree with most of most of what Daedalus said. Um, I try to like look at it both ways in both perspectives. Mm. Um, we kind of called it out in a sense that we did not expect something to hit us big at the end of the year, mm-hmm. at least because of previous years of development. Um, at the very end, usually there isn't that much something huge happening. <laughs> like if people are expecting dates, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> right. Simple. Period. Especially at this point, jeez. <laughs> um, what's it called? I do understand some concerns, some criticisms, like mobs uh, being too slow. You can just pass by them. Some animations people didn't like or didn't enjoy. Um. I can't agree with people that are being mad unless if they actually have it in their hands testing it. Like, if someone gives me a comment, oh, oh, this AOE does not feel right. Uh, It should change and reduce its radius. I'm like, I can't decide that until you test it out. (laughs) Maybe it's the smallest thing in existence. Um... But other than that, it's all new mechanics. The like the only thing I think people are uh, mad about in general is basically the short amount of information that are given. For for example, um, the constellation system. Like uh, Stephen would just go over that, and uh, let's say he would give us information, but not everything. Like he'll keep stuff that is vague, which is understandable. I'm not saying it's not. Um, what's it called? Um, the other thing is basically the new uh, cleric. Uh, what's it called? Abilities. We don't yeah. know exactly what they do. Nope. Compared to uh, I'm just trying to compare it to the like the spotlight that they that they did in the past, comparing it to this one. Um, the, I think they said they're not gonna do those spotlights anymore because it takes a lot of time and effort. Um, but I wish like they would just describe what the the, the abilities are. Uh, I think that's a bit better. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you on that one, man, because I think that there was actually a point to that, and it's about the synergies, which we'll we'll talk in more detail about later. But whenever Steven basically said, explain synergies, they started talking about it, and they didn't really get into the details of it, and then it kind of just like, didn't really get explained very well. And so I was like, without that information, I just felt like we didn't really get a a good idea exactly of, of how that all is going to work. I mean, we got a really general one, which is like, you know, different combinations of the the archetypes is going to allow you to synergize differently. And then they mentioned one, but they didn't really talk too much in detail about like how it functioned. I mean, I could see it via uh, the, um, the bar above the enemy's head and you could see like the, the icon with the timer around it. Like, so I could see that, but it, there wasn't really much explanation and detail about it. And it would have really actually been nice to have gotten a little bit more of an explanation around that or, or like Basil said, just generally around the cleric since it was kind of a cleric showcase. We saw chains a lot, which was actually, it reminded me a lot of what we had in alpha zero. It was like a, a totem or something you put down, I think. 
uh, of some sort. I can't oh. remember. You remember that? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I don't remember that. It, it sort of functioned the, the same. Orb in existence. <laughs> yeah, and it like healed. I think if you were a friendly in it, and it damaged if you or something like that. It's been a while, but at least there could have been that one. But uh, I don't know. I was looking at that and it looks good. The abilities look good. I definitely think that the, the, the skill effects that they have right now in UE five versus what we were seeing a lot in like APOC and UE four definitely is a huge improvement just period. Um, but, uh, another, hmm. another thing to comment about is yeah. when they were doing the dungeon and hitting all those zombies, those zombies, it's like, they haven't felt the thing. <laughs> Like oh, all the impact. hits would just go through, and like there's no animation to them. Like that's just a comment. That's like they can work out on that at the very like end of the game if they wanted to. That's fine yeah. by me. But it just I'm just pointing it out there. But <laughs> they they're cold stone, no animations to yeah, to taking it to the face like a champ, huh? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no reaction. But you know what I wanted to say something about Daedalus was saying too, and I think that's actually a really good point, Faisal, when we get into talking about combat, I think a little bit more, um, because I think that that and like the leashing and like how they popped up and even the difficulty level of the mobs and things that people kind of talked about on that as well, which I think we got points on that. But one thing on Daedalus's point, you know, that I, I see where Daedalus is coming from, and I'm kind of on two sides here. I guess I'm kind of with Basil. I'm kind of going to look at both sides. Um, I think I can see the frustration as someone in the community is like watching this, and we're seeing people just trashing the game that we're really interested in, we care about, and realizing they're not really doing any research. Or in my experience, they're just taking it at face value and basing it like it was a finished product, which I see all the time um, on YouTube yeah. videos that I do, especially the ones for like Alpha One uh, that I posted that I've posted previously. And people come in, they talk about it. It's like, okay, well, this you know is dated as Alpha One. It is UE4. It's not UE5 yet. They've made huge changes, and they kind of like are really critical. But I think there's just people that just like to to trash on a game in general. So you've got a lot of people just like to trash on it. A lot of people taking it at face value like it was compared to a game that's already out and then you know people that are also like not really making very well informed like calls on it you know and they're not doing any research they're just looking at it for what it is and sometimes people are just looking for stuff that they can trash on too um so there's there's all of that but i could definitely see um you know the perspective there i think it's inevitable um this is also i think well, this is in the nature of open game development, too. I think this is definitely something Intrepid signed up for. Um, so I probably expect that we're going to see more and more of that, probably the closer we get to like launch. But the, the big thing, right, is, look, if you got a criticism, the developers want to hear it, like just literally go over to their forums like they've got threads there. They they want you to share your feedback. They want it. So I'll give them some. Yeah, go go take it like you could you can rant about it in the comments and trash or you could you know take that comment and go put that on the forums and let the developers see it so that they can take your feedback because if you don't go put it there that there's a chance they might miss it the people uh -huh. go to those forums those the developers look at those forum posts and they take they go through all that stuff so legit yeah the, the cs team you know does collect all the feedback and yeah i mean i'm 
and I and I don't think this stream in terms of like content, you know, it, we're not looking at a final product here. Um, we're looking at an early alpha, right? Early, and alpha, I yeah. think that, and that's I think that's for me like the biggest thing because yeah, there's going to be things like you know, animations aren't totally tight, and you're going to have relatively easy mobs. I mean, if I look at, you know, just an alpha like I've done, like say City of Heroes, right? You went in and with a group of full group, you could steamroll through anything, right? Regardless. But as the game got more mature, there was strategy behind it. You did leverage your support team's abilities in order to move through things, right? At some point, there was like a balancing pass. And that's one thing that Steven started out with to say, hey, guys, this is not the intent. Like there was even a question about, hey, the mobs look pretty easy. Um, well, yeah, because you're just throwing up basic AI to make sure like crap isn't breaking. So I guess that I guess that's my take on it. And I, I think there was definitely some feedback there. Um, I probably didn't get as much some of the confusion around how the stagger stun worked, because I've seen in other games where what you need like a combination of status effects to have oh, yeah. right. like a bigger effect yeah. or to like one of the things that, uh, you know, I'm just thinking city of heroes comes to mind. Cause that's like instantly what I thought of when they talk about the stagger and the stun. But I remember when you had like multiple like control classes in a party, you needed to apply certain effects multiple times. And once it got to a certain stack, then that effect popped. Mm -hmm. but there was diminishing returns on that and that's like a sophisticated level of sophistication that happened in a live game we're talking about them putting it in now in yeah. alpha so i mean there were some other things i know there were some comments in chat about hey what did you think about the brightness level on the day night cycle we'll talk about that i tend to agree with the feedback it was too bright um so again right there there yeah. is constructive feedback i have for the stream i just think um the commentary around it just not being um a good stream because you know of all these things that the developer specifically said hey you know take this with a grain of salt because this is early we haven't polished this we haven't done that right um and focus the feedback on on what they're asking for i think that was probably my my biggest issue but i do agree there's opportunities for feedback and you should be posting if you've got it mm. Mm. you know what I thought it was a great live stream. I actually thought it was a really good one. I don't really have like a lot of negative feedback. I've got some constructive criticism, um, which we'll talk about. But I mean, you know, I I just don't see the where people are like, this was the worst one we've seen. I'm like, home, you all clearly haven't seen some of the older ones they did. Right? You clearly that frame of reference is some kind oh, of the dark yeah, yeah the, the, the no info streams i mean they had like all they showcase i mean that was for the longest while right it was okay all they're showing is mounts right they're not really showing any content even actually like you and i sim like in the early days of the podcast we're like man this feels like the dark ages right but now i'm like i feel like we're getting consistent content in all the streams like it yeah may not be like you know, Faisal was saying it may not be alpha two dates, but the reality is they're showing meaningful progress. And again, it's it's going in a matter of like context. If you're just coming in, you haven't gotten any of the context. You're coming in, you're like, okay, yeah, I could maybe see somebody saying, hey, this is 
this doesn't seem like it's ready yet. Well, yeah, it's an alpha two or go it's it's headed towards alpha two. So yeah, it's not ready yet. I mean, if they release that the product now, I mean it, it's gonna crash and burn. Uh, but then again, you have you know products like say New World um that come out that are like, you know, have game breaking bugs or arcade or any other ones, right? And they're <laughs> releasing those and like, oh hey, this is a final product. Oh, maybe not really. And you know, so you've got you know, if if you want to you play that card, there's many more cards that we all have in our decks about, you know, things going south after things that are supposed to be final products go live. Hey, let's you know what? As you were talking about that and you mentioned New World, all I thought was your game, bus. Yeah. That's literally all I thought about, man. Right under the bus, man. But oh, what was that? Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It was a speed bump on the way to MMO greatness is what it was. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to kind of double down on what like Arthas is saying in chat, though. There's not other. I, I think I even talked about this like the other studios don't do like especially. OK, other MMORPG developer studios are doing this kind of updates. They're just not. They're just not. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like part of the deal, though. You're going to get some feedback flack. People are going to like some things. Um, it's the nature of the beast. But I don't know. I don't I don't have a, like a lot of negative feedback. I just I, I think I think the thing is, too, is I'm looking at it. I'm going it's not even in our hands yet. So, like, it can look away. But until we get to that point, like, I'm happy to, like, leave feedback and constructive criticism. But I'm not going to, like take a hammer to something and, you know, try to flame it with a torch or something, because it's like, we're not even at a place where they're, they're in a, you know, position to say, Hey, we're kind of working on finalizing it. Here's where we're at. Then I'd, then I'd be like, uh, I don't know, man, maybe if something didn't feel like it vibe right, then I'd be like, I don't know, man, you're all talking about finalizing this. This doesn't really feel like this works. Um, believe me. And it's very, very likely that that's, that time will come. When we get into the future, it's completely likely. It's just right now when we're in this particular place in development, I don't really have like these heavy weighted criticisms because it's so much of it's still subject to change. It's not like a finished product or even close to it yet. So, um, yeah. Any other thoughts in general before we kind of get into more focus, talk around what was going on in the uh, developer live stream? I mean, just, I'm just going to put this point out there though. Yeah, I mean, if I would compare this live stream to to like two live streams ago, not even that far. Two, okay. Um, the amount of information that was given or shown was more, um, what the people wanted more than this, like. Uh, we saw the Ranger video. We got to see cool new mechanics. It described if the, the game is going to be tab. It's like popular topics that people are, are willing to talk about. If you compare mm. that to, to, the, to this latest one, and this is why I think it describes most of people's anger. Um, it's basically the information that was given was not the desired one. Yeah. Uh, the desired good. bunch. Yeah, uh, by the majority of people, let's say, it's cool ideas. It's cool concepts. I'm not gonna uh, disregard any of it, but uh, uh, I don't think a lot of people care about that. 
in terms mm. of what they've seen from a dungeon and uh, a basic mob that you're able to carry through. Um, uh, the only comment that you would get, oh, that's easy farming. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, yeah, like it's 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 basically new ideas being shed to us now that are new mechanics that we don't know if it's gonna be a core system that people will care about or not yet, <laughs> and that is it, which is the constellation. It looks pretty as hell though, <laughs> yeah, definitely get look, I don't really. I think that there was stuff that they showed off that there were people that definitely were looking forward to this. I know like Frozen, for example, in, in yeah. our chat, he was totally wanting to see this. And I think I actually did too. Um, more stuff related to that. I'm but, not saying, but yeah, I'm not I, know, saying I know there isn't people, uh, right, but right. like I'm talking about like yeah, the, the majority of people. And, yeah, the heavy voices. <laughs> basically the people say. sweating on like the discords or like in the forums and they're like all ranting about the because you get people covering things in like youtube you get people talking mm. on the forums and that becomes the dominant topic people are talking about and exactly. then when that's not actually discussed a lot of those people are like oh or whatever but that's also like it, it seems like a majority but it's actually still the min a minority in whole as a whole it's a vocal minority absolutely yeah it's just it's it's what you see in the space that we're in because most people follow it loosely right so for those people that are like watching the youtube videos that tune in for the live stream there's a large number of those people that aren't even in that category of people in that population so you know it's yeah. it's a vocal minority but it's also like the the primary like ones you're seeing talking about it yeah in, yeah. in the day-to-day -day community for sure 100 100 yeah i'm just saying mm -hmm. in general mm -hmm. like it's not as popular henceforth you get to see a bunch of people ranting about i want something that is related to my topic that's it absolutely <laughs> yeah and i think that um I mean, I was actually like pretty stoked to see the world a bit and actually see what they kind of because I mean, there was like a lot of depth to the to the places they were at. And I mean, I thought the fog looked a little weird. It was a little janky in some areas. I'm like, what are you doing up on top of the headstone? Uh, sometimes you're like, <laughs> it's flowing um, here. And then there's like this big headstone. There's like a little patch of it just sitting up there. And you're like, what? <laughs> I don't think it doesn't seem like it really is uh, doing what it needs to be. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, I could see fog being up in trees sometimes, but it was like up on top of all the branches and you're just gonna like, clearly they got to work that out. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, so that's the polished pass you're talking about. Yeah. It's right? later. Yeah. Much later. Um, but this having played a cleric in alpha one, just seeing what they did with the cleric, like, and just the, mm -hmm. one of the things that I never really liked about, um healing though mm. i have to say like on the flip side that makes me most gives me the most anxiety about healing is just a frenetic frenetic pace that it could have and i liked it it felt like it had a good balance of like you know oh mm. crap abilities and also like i just loved how you knew what you were doing like spell wise mm. based on the color of the animation like you knew you were smiting down some undead when it was like you know dark red and then it looked so celestial so i mean i think like some of that and and the fact that it just it felt like 
it was a good pacing in terms of just the dynamics of the cleric in general. It really got me excited about hmm, maybe I should really start thinking about a cleric combo as a main. Of I don't know, we'll see. Like I'm still on my you know 20 alts list that I gotta whittle down to figure out what what main I want to play. But mm-hmm. it did feel like for me, who doesn't normally play a cleric that got to experience it just to give it a shot in alpha one, I do feel like it got me excited about playing a cleric again in alpha two. Nice. So I did have like one crazy idea for yeah. an expansion. What is it? You mean the moon? Which is go basically, moon, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to talk about the moon. Of course you were. <laughs> go, go on into it. Let's talk about the moon. Cause this is a good time for us to, to break that one down along with the, uh, all of the celestial body stuff, the cosmos we saw, um, the day and night cycle as a whole, I think we could totally jump in on that. I think like if they were able to do an expansion to the game, mm-hmm. they that moon that is uh, fragmented into pieces can recombine and show us a whole like Atlantis city that just was hidden underwater. That'd be dope. So I, I like where your head's at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with I'm with narrow on this. I be, I believe the most logical thing that happened is one of the many harbingers that fell to the planet totally crushed into that moon on the way through and corrupted it. Yeah, I was gonna say and I thought it was like with with the three moons, I kind of felt that too. Like the red was really good, and actually, I mean, I'm a sucker for time travel mechanics, you know. But I would I would love to see like something where even if it's a cinematic where we see like what actually happened to that moon or you travel there and you're participating Mm -hmm. in it maybe it's like a flashback or something because one thing that i will you know give credit to that blizzard game about is is i did like (laughs) i did like the fact that you could like go back in time and kind of experience events from the history I would love to see that in some form, even if you're not actively participating in it, like mm. as a way to deliver lore, that would be great. But I, I saw that as like, out of all the things like Celestial, I like the Celestial stuff they did too. I definitely agree with the feedback that there should have been like a little more there to explain like exactly how that worked. Um, but like just seeing that moon, I'm like, ooh, that's different compared to the other mm. two. So yeah, mm. I, I I do like that, and yeah, definitely would love to see uh, how that harbinger um, split that bad boy up. I mean, I feel like so. I saw that uh, Frozen was like, "That ain't no moon." I'm like, "Well, Stephen did call it a moon," so, uh, but I don't know. I, I think it is. It is a moon. I I think that it's very likely we're traveling there. I, I would just be shocked if there wasn't like at least like a DLC or expansion that basically you travel there and you're having to like cleanse it potentially. And then like after you like, <clears throat> excuse me, and then actually, oh, he said that's a Star Wars reference. Funny. Um, you go up there, you cleanse it. How cool would it be if like you get the expansion where you go to the moon and you cleanse it, you complete that expansion. And then every time now you're down here, it's no longer like red and corrupted it's now instead you know however it's gonna look after it's 
cleansed or whatever. But so, yeah, and none that, of that oh. phasing shit. If it, it happens, it's gotta it's gotta happen for the world and everybody sees it. It's gonna be like a one time event. Oh, that'd that be happens. cool. And then what you can do, just like you know, because everybody's gonna be like, well, why didn't I get a chance to participate? Maybe something else happens and breaks it up again. I don't know. We'll see. But I would love to see something like that. Things that like you do as a server that changes the nature of what happens in the world. And I know that's what they've been talking about, but that's just like one example of like, I would love to see that. Like you, you know, you're not there for a week and Oh, Hey, this big event happened. Then you, all of a sudden you're looking in the sky, like, well, moon moon two is now whole or it's repairing or something, you know? Yeah. But guys, 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 We all know that all three moons are basically big-ass trees. <laughs> Wait, oh my yeah, god. What if there's a giant celestial mouse I and just takes like just... a knob off of one of those moons, man? You know, you know what the best part is? Is He made the reference to cheese, and we made that meme about Faisal goes west. What's <laughs> a five old who's like a mouse. <laughs> you remember that? What's <laughs> <Old> meme? <Oi. laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Basil uh, the mouse, dude. I do not remember that meme. It was a while, <laughs> it was a while back. I mean, to be fair, it's usually late for you when we do these. So, um, yes, <laughs> I think that that moon is gonna be a really nice uh, lore story, like down the road. Like, I think it's gonna be a nice chunky lore topic in the future because. Uh, we knew the we know the hell, the harbingers fell from the sky. It seems like very likely that that probably is what happened. Um, I it's cool to see the moon. It's cool to see the sky, the cosmos. They showed off uh, the uh, well, the constellations. There was a dawn breaker, and there was also. Do you remember? Sorry, swole breaker, dawn breaker. What is it? Is it? Stomper, it was an Arthas. Right? Yeah. It was an Arthas. Yes. And then <laughs> there was a sandal up there. We're like, really, really soon. Is that really the thing? It's it's the symbol of the Lord Sandal. Sandal. <laughs> I like how he gave it like an extra. His, he, he made it sound so it exotic, like, you know, and he's like, he was such a troll in that stream, too. That was like, I was cracking up the entire time with like all the trolls. Oh stuff my he gosh. Was doing. He's like, oh my God, what happened? I'm like, dude, you do this every time. You totally pull, and you're like, oh no, oh no. And you're like, dude, come on. I've been in so many groups with that cleric that played a tank <laughs> as his main man and goes and starts pulling everything. It's like, what happened? I don't know, guys. And then they can't handle it. <laughs> the great Sandal. You, you, you guys do know Sandal basically means slipper in Arabic. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's to, that's actually how we even say it. He made it sound exotic. That's exactly what I was talking about. He's like, this isn't gonna sound like a normal English word for you all. We're gonna go with the frame of Arabic. So the cosmos lighting at night looks beautiful. I think the sky looks amazing. I think that's definitely a different take on a night sky, but I did think I, it was a little bright. Yes, that that can be a little bit more dimmer <laughs> than it should. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I would like to change, um, or at least take it into consideration, because I'm a huge token fan, and he likes to take everything into consideration in terms of world building. Um, 
that if they were ever going to change the moon, like or, or like reconstruct it, I would like to see that the environment around us would change as well. Mm, elaborate. So, like, for, from plants that we grow, all these things can get affected. Don't know how, but they it can. <laughs> Different resources would pop out. All these things, uh, ocean placement, all those I was things. Gonna say that, yeah. I would love to see like areas getting flooded because now there's more celestial power in that moon that gets restored and it floods areas mm-hmm. and takes out a node unless you build a dam or something. <laughs> I would lo- I just love big like big events. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Daedalus, what happened to your thing in chat? I'm sorry. Oh, seriously? <laughs> You're going to mod me? Okay, just a heads up. I have been censored by the Dark Overlord himself. Clip that shit. Thank you. Put that on the on the website. Yeah, you know what the best part is? Is on the clip. It'll totally be there too. I only timed yeah. you out for one second, but it you know was enough to to wipe that last comment from you. Oh uh, yeah, you only timed me out for one second. <laughs> and you don't think he's a Dark Overlord? Come on. <laughs> Give me a break. Come on. Part of me wanted to just do it and just kind of see what would happen, how long you'd figure I it just, out. I just literally have the corner of my eye. I'm like, <laughs> did that just say message deleted? No. So I just keep moving on. Tim wouldn't do that to me, but he done. He done. What did it. it say? What did it say exactly? It said that the uh, the uh, constellation of the sandal was Sundal, the harbinger of uh, Simurg's doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's that's not true. So that's why I got it was misinformation. So I had to protect people uh, in chat. Yeah, but there was another reference about Stephen potentially dropping a sandal on you in the uh, raid. So I think it, it it tracks with history. Just just yep. uh, yeah. Uh, so next topic. <laughs> so Arthur, by corrupted meteor, do you mean big ass sandal like dropping down on Sim? Yeah, that, that's exactly. That's hilarious, man, dude. That's so oh, funny. Brown rice, yes, yeah. my man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> Evidence. Yeah. I totally uh, didn't expect for you all to do this. The cleric in general. I'm. I know I'm gonna go back on the cleric here, and I want to talk about the lighting too. We'll finish talking about the lighting, okay? I I like I do like a game where there's good lighting and it's not so dark because I agree with Steven that it's not mm-hmm. a survival game. And you definitely want to be one of those games that totally suck like Embers Adrift, that MMO that tried to tried to be, but <laughs> is so not. That's right. Basil, you're trying to search what where you heard about it or haven't heard of it. Uh no, no I was just going to add add the just, point Just that... Google worst MMO ever, and then you'll probably <laughs> find it. <laughs> As opposed to best MMO ever, which would be Dream World, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, <laughs> shame other MMOs on the podcast today, apparently. So it's up. What were you going to say, Faisal? Even you guys made me lose my words. <laughs> right. When it comes back to you, just, just chime on oh, in, man. Got it back. Uh, what's it called? I in terms of brightness, I want it I want the brightness to make stealth prevalent. Ooh, yeah. But does not make it uh inter survival game. The darkness, yeah, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. That would be good. Because like mm. stealth game like if you just look at MMORPGs in general, if you look at lighting, it does not do stealth justice. 
at all. <laughs> Biggest example, Elder Scrolls Online. I can yeah. see that dude from afar if I wanted to. <laughs> I, I think, too, like with Ashes being the kind of game it's going to be where you're not going to get complete, you know, invisibility. That's going to like dark, dark areas, shadows, like nighttime. I mean, that's going to yeah. be like prime time for someone who's stealthing, right? Yeah. But I don't know. In general, my biggest thing was like, I think even Frozen brought this up when we were watching it in the post show. It was just that the lanterns, you know, the 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 light posts as you're traveling through the graveyard, you're entering the graveyard and you look up and you can't see the sky because it's covered by fog. You're shrouded in that graveyard. But the lighting didn't change and it should have at least gotten darker there. Um, and then also it was like it was still so bright at night, though, that like the lanterns didn't really like put off that much light. They're just kind of they kind of glow. And if you're right by them, you can kind of get a little bit of like light from them. But yeah, I think I think it needs to be just a little bit dimmer as a whole. The skybox itself needs to be dimmed to tad. Not a lot, just a just a little bit. I think just a little bit would be nice. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the ambient lighting, um, if I look at like early MMOs, like even like EverQuest, uh, for example, or even like early WoW, like going, I think one of the reference points people had during the stream was like Duskwood. This is kind of like a air quotes, better version of Duskwood. I think the only thing that I would tweak is definitely like the lighting level. And I think to... You know, to Steven's point, yes, this isn't a survival game. You shouldn't require people to carry torches. Um, and you do want to have a good contrast between like outdoor areas and areas where lighting level is part of the encounter. Uh, but I still think like it just it just felt like it was dusk. It wasn't night when they did a day night cycle. You couldn't really see that difference. Um, and I think that's probably something that they should tweak. I mean, I don't think it should go like you know so dark that you can't see anything um like in terms of like in the in immediate area but it should be enough where there's a good ambient level of uh what's the thing like uh not not um uh, anxiety but like you have like that level of like there's danger around so yeah it's going to be darker and they're just something to me that would be like really cool to be in a cemetery at night. And all of a sudden you see just eyes everywhere and you know, oh, the zombies man. are rising. Right. I mean, that's just, that's just a way to capture people. Right. That's very, even though it's not cinematic, it's very cinematic. Um, like in terms of an experience. Um, and two, you could, uh, and I don't know if they're still doing like utility spells, but I know at one point, the mage in like very early videos had like a way to like summon a ball of light. I would love to see that be a thing, right? Whether mm. it be, you know, you activate something on a pet, depending on your class and it, maybe not everyone can do it. Um, but at least it kind of, it helps the situation, right? It might be like a little ball of light that gives you like an accuracy buff or something like that. Um, in addition to lighting things up. So there's a lot of different things you can do with it to stave off the darkness without it being like a barrier, um, an unnecessary barrier. Because I still think there should be challenges that players should have to mechanically overcome, but sure. not to the point where it's taxing. 
And I mean, I think too, like, you know, if you're out in the overworld, right. The out there in the open world, like you're, you're roaming around, you, you're doing your thing, whatever. And if you're under the night sky, you know, I think being under the night sky when there's not clouds and stuff, or when all the moons are out or, you know, based on the positioning of, you know, nebulas or whatever they're going to be showcasing up there. I mean, I think if those things determine like the level of brightness, but then also whether you're your overworld versus underworld down in the under realm, for example, if you're like down in a cave in the under realm, under realm is going to have very different lighting, but maybe you just go into like a cave and the caves just got torches in there. And there's like some, you know, some punks in there, some cultists, for example, and I'm going to go ahead and throw up some footage and I'm going to show up the, the assets footage first, and then I'm going to show up the rest of the actual gameplay footage that they were showing, because I feel like that's much longer. That'll take us all the way out. But they had some assets, right? They showed off the spear and the, the shield. Then the cleric shield that Steven was running with, that thing had illumination on it. And that was still like an earlier shield, too. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Then moving up, you had the goblins. Shield. Yeah, you had these like... Can we talk about this goblin real quick? Remember what Steven said in the starting areas? The goblins can... He's, like, talking about, like, maybe having them grab people in the early areas and throw them in a cage, and there might be a mini game to get out of the cage. That's nuts, dude. Like, that's, that's pretty that. troll or goblin, I guess. But I don't know. Thoughts on that? I mean, that could be annoying, well, but also... I like the lore behind it. Like they're looking for a new one to enslave and you're coming through the gate. So. I mean, did I hear right that like you don't die, you just go into jail. So it's kind of like you get knocked out and then kidnapped. Yeah. Basically. Actually, I like that idea. Cause then that it, it helps you learn without being like, in my opinion, super punishing. Cause they're talking about like experience debt Mm -hmm. after a certain point. Right. But you have to have something where, like getting knocked down is meaningful and that's kind of where i feel like this falls into even if it's like i mean i'm not expecting it's going to be like a 30 minute process for you to get out of jail right i'm sure it's like you know something fairly simple like you know even like you know wow had raid bosses where you got like teleported to a jail you needed to fight yourself off i mean that was like one or two minutes max of you you know fighting the way out so i think this is a great um a great thing um to do because then it it helps players like not have to deal with so much debt up front um but it also gives them something to say okay well i'm gonna really not be as efficient if i go around yolo every yoloing everything like or i guess we could call it stevening everything oh <laughs> boy there it is, it is huh <laughs> guys guys let's be very honest here mm-hmm. If they're not gonna do it, Sim's gonna do it. Oh wow, that's what you got the way I knew it was coming. I, I would prefer them doing it than him doing it. <laughs> wow, dude, really? Basil? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got, are you proud of yourself right now getting that last one's in before you're gone for a bit? Well, no wonder that yep. tr- that goblin was wearing a hood. I mean, it might have had a beard and a bald head it needed to cover. It's, it's yep. lies and slander. I tell you, if you're new and you're watching this podcast, whether it's here or on YouTube, just keep in mind that they troll. It's not real. It's a false narrative painted against me. Even the developers have help to reinforce this nonsense. It's not true. DM Daniels on Discord for evidence. (laughs) AKA Day Day 6969. (laughs) 
the effects on the uh, <laughs> the effects on these scholar undeads in the graveyard were, which we can kind of see them here. The word was really cool. It felt very necro. Yeah, I love the necro bolts. Yeah. So Faisal, you had a thought, something to share with the, the community? Nope. Nope. You had your hand up, like you were like, mm, I'm like, what's he gonna? What's he gonna? Pull I was just on? thinking, calculating in my mind. Oh my gosh! How about those little cute little glow horn looking characters? Which that's not what they're called. They're called narc. It's like a little lamb with a unicorn horn. Those are so cute. Yeah, they're pretty damn cute. I'm pretty sure I got these. I think it was from a winner's pack way back in the day, right? That God, I hope one. I got them. Yeah, that one. That one. Looked you know, good. lamb. Yeah, those are those little guys with their floppy ears. I like it. I like it. And then uh, also, we got this right here boy mm -hmm. and this is what we're going to lead out with on the renders asset assets right here so steven stated right in regard to these cultists here number one look at the crazy tattoo work to look at the detail on the daggers the the freaking outfit right uh, he i was, could imagine armored cell be here and be in total in love with these guys yeah it's okay if I'm he's sure here this, next week this is his cult army he keeps talking about yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, God, that outfit looks sick, dude. I'm loving that hood and that mask. This is very it's dark. Go with what I figured you'd uh, like that shit. I don't know how many clips are rolling. Missing, oh, actually, idea. that one has red, so you're good. You, you're, your red is covered. Your red is covered in that outfit. Oh, my it's gosh, dude. red lights. Um, I can't confirm or deny what. what I mean, I can't. Con I mean, it's not true, obviously. <laughs> One day we'll break you. No. To tell the truth. No. <laughs> oh, that could come in white. That would look really cool. I mean, Stephen actually mentioned too, remember, you're not the first ones to come through. He 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 mentioned that. He's like, there are people that came through before you. Things didn't sound like they went all that great for those people. Kind of sounded like things kind of didn't go so good. Sounds like maybe things kind of went bad for some of them. But we've already got some dark cultists. Hello? What? I mean, how many cultists are there going to be in this game, right? Because this looks like it's a separate cultist, uh, you know. Quick probably. thought. Oh, God. Yes. What if Sanctus wasn't the only place that people travel to? To leave the planet? Yes. I mean, what if? What if? <laughs> I mean, and you know what's interesting too? Because we've been talking about like all the Stargate references, like that have come up in this. Oh, yeah. Okay. This actually reminded me a lot of the gold. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, you're going there. Up. Yeah. Um, and, and I actually, I love that. Like the mask itself, this reminds mm -hmm. me of like, you know, one of the opening scenes in the original movie where you first see Ra. I'm like, man, it I does. Mean, this is, they do have that. And I agree with you, Faisal. I mean, maybe it's like Sanctus wasn't the only place or like you have <laughs> some, um, what do you call it? Some uh, folks left over after the fall that weren't necessarily like, you know, good people that were aligned with the, you know, the, the darkness, the corruption. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that definitely is a possibility. Mm hmm. And uh, got to give a give a hammer up to all the people in chat that are referencing songs. 
as we're talking about thing or there's been two song references tonight already based on what we've been talking about but uh the cleric in this video just like the one that they shared on their social media before the live stream those eyes uh look like they glow with the radiating sun and i was like oh shit that's like a light bringer baby uh we're gonna have that option in ashes because if so tasty especially if i could never mind go light bringer but actually dark bringer what look like a right. light bringer you know that, but... that bulb that we talked about yeah, earlier this it's, week on it's the my, Albion it's my all i mean there's no there's no quotes it's <laughs> it's it's an alt <laughs> it's an alt character and it will be an alt character i mean it doesn't exist so it's not real right um it could be real possibly one day potentially not confirming that it will be right but yeah so we got the we've got the developers showcase of the cleric and the combat and everything. And really, it's great that they're running around and stuff, but I'm going to skip it ahead to the to the good part, which is right around. Boop. That sky, though. That sky, baby, that sky. It's just gorgeous. I mean, this is a whole next level compared to what we saw back in the day yeah that skybox rocks yeah it does just bring that bring mm -hmm. the lighting down a tad bit yeah skybox just needs to bring it down a tad yeah tough to say but it's it's gorgeous man it, i'm loving it that moon though we got to figure it out we got to talk about it we'll be talking about it soon um the Do you guys think synergy. it should be it should be like like taken a, a bit further <laughs> away um, the moon was i mean it doesn't it, and this is completely subjective yeah i mean <laughs> it, it doesn't necessarily need to be because it depends on like their sizes and stuff like that right um but i don't know i, I don't know and i would love to see it like moving across the sky that i think um, yeah because they talked about that happening but I agree, it's like with Faisal, I think the two moons seem a lot closer than that far moon, and maybe I think they could have gone with one of them being further out. I don't mind with one of them being close, but one of them being further out. Leave it to our physics teacher in chat to say those moons are really close. Tides must be insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like... I overall look at this and you know as we've talked about it previously i don't get the the heavy criticisms from people on how this even looks at this point and it's not even the really clean version here but as we can all see the evidence of steven purposefully pulling and pretending like it's an accident uh can be showcased right here in front of you right now i just got a text from a friend telling me this guy this guy needs to have a bit more life a little bit more vibrant and color a little more color. I think he has the point. <laughs> yeah, like other celestial bodies that you could see in like maybe some um like some a little bit more purple glow. green yeah. here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And I completely agree with them. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of don't in general really like it when games are too bright. Mm -hmm. There when you know, I, I hate it because I it just it just kind of like kind of wrecks my eyes in general too, so I don't care a whole lot for it. I remember seeing a comment around this fighter here 
doing the spin and someone was saying something about like, you know, I don't really, they basically were like feeling like they'd shy away from the game because it feels spin to win. And I'm like, homie, they're spinning on the mobs, but they're not the only one doing damage. There's a, there's a ranger over there blowing it up too. So, you know, it's not just one person doing damage. Plus the clerics doing some damage. Um, so I feel like people were kind of like concerned that like everything's dying too easily. Like you can't judge this as like, you know, the mob damage and stuff. I mean, number one, remember what they talked about in regard to how long it's going to take you to level in ashes. I don't see the mobs being like, you're just going to nuke them down. They sure as hell haven't been in the other testing versions. Right. So yeah, ever like for us, for them, when they jump on and they show it off, it's like, Oh, you're nuking through it. When we jump in and you play in testing, not so much. Yeah, it, it it took a minute to get to level ten even in Alpha One. Um, yeah, and you didn't have a lot of time to do it, so you were kind of no life in to get there. Mm-hmm. But it was, um, yeah, I, mean, I I totally see this as all like fixable at this point. It didn't seem like there was anything um, that didn't like that felt concerning to me at this point in time. Like you said, Sim, if it's like late in the game and we're still seeing something more basic of na- in nature, then yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. Man, I do love that. Those effects. He looks so celestial on the clarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to mention something I saw Meatloaf mentioned in chat there about the mob AI and they have a new AI system they mentioned as well during the live stream. So I dig how they tra- they charge you. Um, we definitely need to see what they end up doing. I mean, I see right here what FaZe was talking about too. And when you're attacking them, I see the, the effects on their body, but you don't see them actually, you know, like sort of like getting hit or like reacting to the hits that they're taking. So you just see the skill effects, but again, nitpicking, maybe we're, we're just pointing out stuff. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm taking like all scenarios here. Like if, if this is an actual end game dungeon, and this is how the zombies would react. I would try yeah. to increase the number of zombies <laughs> right there because they move very slow. Oh, um, they charge you. Except that when they turn on the crack, man, and they start chasing after you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but e- like- even that, even that, like, it's not enough for them to actually do anything to me. Yeah. Like, it's just one ability, but most of the time they're not even engaging me. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, another part of me is saying like, oh yeah, these are just low level monsters. You can yeah, have multiple different, uh, what's it called? Uh, other different levels of monsters. Right. No uh, it's most probably going to change the game. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm thinking like your higher level mobs are going to do what like a lot of games have done is they have like yeah. more ways to like, throw you off with like status effects and stuff though i guess Mm -hmm. they did have some debuffs and slows and stuff that they did here but yeah i mean when you're talking about again level 50 cap level 15 this seems like i mean outside of like the general difficulty like the encounters seem like they made sense for this level in terms Mm -hmm. of like how they were structured yeah you know what i want to talk about is how Steven said this is by the Tower of Carfin. Yeah. And this is, I remember, this is a different kind of undeath. The Tower of Carfin's a different kind of undeath than what King Atrax did. Mm-hmm. 
So he said these zombies are all as a result of from the Tower of Carfin, right? They did that spell all or they did that ritual, right? And a lot of that that corruption basically or whatever it was got down into the water and spread into the land. Is what he was saying on the live stream. And so these zombies that you see are a result of that. So my impression is that the water, you know, for the waterways that were infected by that sort of like spread that corruption or that, you know, that undeath into the land around it. And all of these creatures are, are a result of that. So, you know, I'm these are like the ones that are literally rising from their grave in a graveyard. So that's pretty pretty fun that was that was definitely like a cool thing when they were rising out of the ground anybody else remember rise from your grave anybody remember that old Super Nintendo game for what it was called yeah it was it was a wreck and a half though but it was really cool watching this and, and kind of getting a little bit at lore and he was like he was like saying how like people want to know lore it's like you want to know but you don't really because if you yeah. know about it now, then you're not going to have that surprise when you play later. And he's right about that. I, I mean, do I want to know I the lore? Yeah, absolutely. But if you know now, I want to experience the lore, which is as, what he said. As, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I want to play. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, I, you know, I'm making a shirt. I'm taking the advice. and I'm going to make a shirt. Yeah, you definitely need to make a shirt. That yeah, is, that is a foregone conclusion, my friend. This is like the thing I'm known for now, almost more than the than the the false narrative stuff. You know that, right? No, it's about fifty fifty. No, it's I mean, not, Dayless. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're trying to do there. Like, <laughs> let me do something that's more like childlike and innocent. No, no you mean, you're applying yeah. something that never happened. You're applying things that aren't real. Okay. I was not this month. I would give give it to thirty seventy. Wait, what? What? Oh, he's like seventy <laughs> thirty. No, no, it's still fifty fifty. He's so, oh, you said seventy thirty for the Dark Overlord. Okay, yeah, I, I would be on board with yeah, thirty yeah. for the Dark Overlord. Seventy for the Dark yeah. Overlord. <laughs> no, yeah, seventy no, percent. No, no. Yeah, versus I want to play thirty percent. No, that was a child, innocent child moment, y'all. You can't have that when you're dark and corrupted. Come on. Yes, you can. How? Explain. You're hiding it. the truth. How? <laughs> Have you heard of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I'm just saying, you know, there's there was a there was See, duality in the, the band. He's not on Vera. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not real, not on Vera. <laughs> right, yeah. It would it would be uh would it be it would be <laughs> Dr. Phoenix and Lord Samorg. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, man. Wow. Um <laughs> Here's like a, a note, because I know we're talking about the celestial bodies. I wanted to bring up this. We got to talk about synergies and archetypes, and then I'm going to hit on some of the bullet points that are more, uh, you know, office oriented. And then probably we'll chat about some of the Q&A stuff next week. But the constellations, he was like pulling it up to where you could see the outline. I felt like that was a developer tool. I don't think that I saw some people talking about in chat. I don't expect that that's something that we're going to be able to do ourselves. I think that we'll need to learn where the constellations are and then sort of, um, you know, use them to kind of know what directions, what potentially, I mean, it would be really great if we could actually do that. Can you imagine being able to chart based on constellations when you're on a ship. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like that. I like the fact that too, potentially, right? I mean, if the developers can go and show that outline, maybe you know, like certain events are up by looking at the sky and Ooh. seeing like which constellation is like active or something oh, like that's that. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I I love that. And again, it it was maybe more like throwing a lot of information that wasn't necessarily like as like buttoned up and organized. But I think it was good that you see like okay the constellations maybe have impact on some abilities and some relics and different things. It's like, wow. I mean, ley lines, ley lines. Yeah, exactly. It's like, there's, there's so much depth here that if you're just like looking at all the surface stuff, you're not really kind of getting, and it's not resonating with you unless you start thinking about how, I don't want to say complicated, but how deep, like some of what they're trying to do is interrelated. Uh, and I thought that was like a really neat idea is that depending on um, like there's narrative, there's mechanics, there's empowering like abilities, there's certain items you're going to have access to and they could be relevant to your race, which I'm like, now I'm even more interested in the VEC and what they do and like how that the constellations tie into the VEC and what, what they're doing, which is it's interesting. He talked about that. And yeah. his cleric was also a vac. Yep. Which is like, hmm. yep. How do y'all feel about their posture? I didn't really see a whole lot of. Not really. Yeah, it it looked very human. I wouldn't have never guessed that it was a vac until he said something. Yeah, I didn't know. That notice was one thing purple, that I thought of too. Yeah. Yeah, the purplish skin. I noticed. And I was like, oh. I didn't notice it at first, though. Really can't tell underneath all that, which is a little, you know, not there yet. It's fine. Can we talk about um these synergies that he was talking about? So I've got a I've got a discussion point on this one that I want to like discuss. So let me hit on the clerics here. I might actually go through, I'm gonna read this. Okay, we'll take what we get on it. He said there are class synergies where you can stagger the enemy with a fighter ability and then restrain a staggered enemy using cleric chains, for example. That's really great. That's fun. I like it. Awesome. But need to understand the mechanics on that a little bit more. He said many different combat mechanics that work between different archetype and classes. Put a pin on that. Rely on synergy and the progress of certain types of status effects. This emphasis uh, or this emphasis is... Uh, needed for certain party compositions to exist okay cool interesting i'm very very curious about that because my thoughts were when he originally was talking about that was like is this going to be like archetypes you know and you're going to get it for your eight archetypes and your archetypes can interact but it says archetypes and classes so does that mean that like you know inherently just every archetype is going to have one but then that is essentially going to modify and now you got status for, for classes because if it's for classes specifically in game that is really interesting because that's 64 you know classes that can potentially interact i mean you're probably not going to get that you know in a in a raid a 40 person raid you could get that but that's a lot of potential like interaction i think about that from a developer standpoint that sounds like a hell of a lot of work so i'm curious you know, big brain here where they're going with that. Cause that could be, that could be a hell of a lot. And it's like, how meaningful is that going to be too? You know, it's going to be like, that's, that's, I'm, I'm looking at meaningfulness on this one. And then also looking at like developer has to maintain this, you know, what, what are your thoughts? I saw that they, they look, you're looking like you're going to. 
Yeah, because I mean, I think there's, I think this sounds more complex in implementation than it actually is. Probably because the way I look at it is, you're gonna have basic effects. You're gonna have like the the stagger, the stun, the cold, the fire, whatever. Like you're gonna, all those are gonna be standard across the board, and they're not necessarily gonna change depending on which class or which archetype uses them um per se at least i wouldn't think like the baseline ability but i do feel like this is a way to add layers to the augmentation so if i know i'm gonna be i don't know a cleric mage and i want to be able to have like a combo of like stagger stuff but i want to do some maybe just let's for argument's sake say they're the cold ability slows right and then maybe a cold ability stack with another ability roots, for example, right? I feel like that is pretty modular and you wouldn't necessarily require as much maintenance if it's standard like that. And like everyone potentially has access to a set of them. I wouldn't say everyone should have access to everything. That would be a nightmare to balance. Yeah, well, But at least you have like certain uh archetypes or classes with augmentation have access to certain aspects of that and i feel like that's going to make the gameplay more interesting and i do agree with your meaningfulness um comment because if it doesn't matter whether or not you do these synergized abilities in like a raid boss fight then i would say take them out like even in like a tougher encounter if it doesn't matter take them out it's kind of my same thought when i think about support classes if support classes aren't meaningful and i'm not talking about like healers i'm talking about non-healing support if they're not relevant then they're not going to be chosen just an example right you look at wow wow had some sort of cc abilities that frankly went by the wayside for the majority of the game yeah. and they became like who cares if you can sap or you know polymorph or whatever right there are certain situational things where you use it, but it wasn't a general part of the gameplay. Everything just got DPS down and steamrolled. Mm -hmm. So if they take these synergized abilities or these class abilities and they leverage that as you get into the mid and end game, or even in the early game, like starting to teach you how to use them, then I think it's, it's time well spent because it does make the gameplay more interesting. It's not just you know, steamroll through everything if you've got enough DPS. Yeah, I think I think it's very likely that it's going to be something as simple as that, too, because that still has a, a good level of complexity, because if it's just like general status effects, well, status effect functions and then status effects in terms of like what kind of status effects is it like cool is it like a dot damage of some type you know or hot or whatever it is and then it interacts because you could even make it to where you know you got a hot on somebody and then you i don't know you cleanse it off and then something around them you know could be stepping on wherever that cleansed drops down and now it's a debuff pull i mean all those things aren't really very difficult because if you just do that then it, it's going to act similarly the only thing that might be different is the status effect for like a stagger than a stun, you know, for example, and the type yeah. of damage they're taking, which those components themselves aren't really that big, but combining them together and just changing up the essentially like the visual effects and the damage type and isn't really isn't really a ton to do in comparison. 
yeah and like schools of magic can interact yep. too like i've seen games where it's yep. like you you have somebody that has like a, a frozen or free state and then you drop mm-hmm. like you drop like a fire spell on them and there's a big burst of damage right yeah again it all needs to be balanced but that's yeah. just ways you can do that yeah like from a visual perspective like the ice shatters or you know maybe you freeze them and they look chilled and then someone drops an ice and now they get frozen you know because we've seen that that's not reinventing the wheel this is like stuff that already exists so mm-hmm. yeah definitely think that's that's pretty pretty likely what do you think Faisal? this is like a reverse terminator scene where he just puts his thumbs <laughs> up as he goes into the level yeah that's <laughs> funny reverse terminator that's uh, that's what we'll call it now i think um yeah, I think that the convictions discussion for the cleric was interesting too, talking about uh, convictions are a class resource. Now, this was new for the cleric, uh, yes. stating that it, essentially that convictions are a class resource. And I heard that and I was like, mm, pally charges sort of thing. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, that's kind of how I thought of it. Yeah, I don't, mm, that stuff can be, it can work well or it can be just really not fun to, to do. But, so it's a class resource for the cleric. Certain abilities will generate it based on certain criteria. Uh, if you have convictions, your your heals are more powerful. Uh, this could mean the healing one additional target for each conviction stack. Um, so I'm hearing like, you know, you're healing, but you're healing more people. Uh, proximity based, sort of like that, uh, that sort of healing beam connected to everybody. That was another thing we saw, um, which, by the way, made itself back in, right? Because that yeah. that sort of chain heal was an alpha zero thing. We didn't see it in alpha one. We saw it again in alpha the alpha two preview for the cleric that we're working on here. So it sounds like they're bringing a lot of those back. I didn't see castigation, low key, hoping that that's uh, not not gonna be there. You didn't like the holy whip of justice. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all I thought of was a succubus from out going, ooh ah ooh, you know, ooh, and you're like uh. I don't know, man. Is it just me? Did anybody else think that? I can't be the only one. That's not, that is not a dark overlord thing. Okay. That is not a dark yeah, that, overlord that's, that's thing. That's beyond PG 13. No, I can't mention anything dude. further on this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was for World of Warcraft. Come on. I'm not talking about general succubus things. I'm just talking about. Sounds like a normal oh, cleric God. to me. <laughs> that's great, dude. Yeah, I mean, you go to the Dark Ages or whatever, the Inquisition, man. There's, Inquisition. there's some clerics that like uh, like their <laughs> implements. But um, one thing that I will say is I did, when the minute he said convictions and, like, I caught the Builder Spender vibe, I was like, no, please, no. Or at yeah. least don't make it like, don't make it like the, the Paladin where it's always oh. a Builder Spender. It is that that'll be like no, don't do that. To and current wow, it is yeah. Don't 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 pull that. Put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. So um, I I want it to be like something where it's more strategic, mm-hmm. but it's not always like oh I got to make sure I have like four charges of conviction before I cast this spell or you do know. enough AOE damage. But, I mean that's right. inherently what it sounds like it's going to be if you want to do more. AOE, AOE damage or group sorry AOE healing it or group healing for that ability then you're going to need to use that and I don't I don't know man yeah that feels like it'll be a little taxing to try to do I mean again without actually like feeling how the charges build up how long how they they're work. there too because if it's like long, yeah. if they sit there long enough then getting a second charge could be relatively easy 
Um, or at least it should be. I, I hope so, because if it's like a three second thing and you got to do something again like that is sucks. I hate it. I hate it when it's like you got a, a you know, a charge. It's up and you got three seconds to keep that charge up and you got three seconds to keep the charge up and you got to keep the charge up and you got to keep the charge. You constantly have to do that to keep the charge up if you want to do the AOE healing. And that that kind of is just very monotonous, like it's very boring, taxing, tedious film synonyms you want to use there not mighty of a good time it'll make me hate the cleric yeah and i've actually like you were talking about that and all of a sudden in the back of my mind i started thinking about like the bard oh no. and the song weaving that they did in everquest and i'm like i hope it's not like that is that similar like, i didn't play everquest so th- well so. everquest like the the way the um the like bard type classes would work was in order to be like most efficient you like weave songs in so you would start with one song it would be like in a certain point in it you would cast another spell so you're kind of rolling all the buffs at the same time so you could have like all of your buffs going but it was a constant game of like whack-a-mole okay do i have ability one up okay is ability two up and then kind of going back and forth and oh ability like one is it got two seconds left i need to hit that again before i hit ability three i mean it was very like like you said tedious and taxing Mm -hmm. um and so that's why I'm, i'm hoping what they're what they do here with this um this mechanic is it's more related to like if you're in combat the charges stay but you have to be judicious on when you pop those big spells. So your big spells yeah. might be unlocked if you have a certain level of charges, mm-hmm. but those aren't your only spells. You've got like basic stuff and you're like, oh, hey, I have an oh crap moment. Like, you know, when Steven pulled all those mobs and was running around purposefully, like he purposefully on fire. Pretending that um, he's not. <laughs> and then he like has, okay, let me build up some conviction. Boom, like big heal. And they kind of won the day. So I would like that kind of thing where it's like, okay, you have a moment of true tension in the party where you think, okay, we need a tide turner here. That's when conviction gets used. But I wouldn't want it to be like my bread and butter like it is with the Paladin and WoW. That would be kind of a feels bad thing for me. Yeah. I also didn't see the one that, where he tossed the heels that had to land on the person popping off. And I was like, oh, thank God. I don't see that. Please don't make it into the game. Oh yeah, that one. I thought that was actually kind of cool. But I mean, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I just was like not a fan of throwing a spell chucking and like waiting for it to land on somebody. It was kind of weird to me. But, yeah, there was a timing issue there, but I thought the animation was cool. Yeah, it looked good. Um, yeah, he also had, and this was uh, this is related to combat. I'm curious what y'all think about this one. The sitting emo, where he went and he sat and he won feedback around using it to generate or regenerate resources quicker what do you think about that i know Faisal. do you have any thoughts on that before i go on my 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 rant about that okay i mean i mean it doesn't necessarily add anything of value you could say because at the end of the day it's all about numbers and there's a certain meta that people are going to go through if that's the method, they're just going to use it and it's going to be something that's standard. Um, 
So is it going to be a necessary mechanic? I think it's fine. There's nothing really extra about it. It's just you recovering more mana. Uh, you returning to the fight more. Hence, fights are going to be more um, intense rather than there's like a period of uh, silence, you could say. So I think I'm okay with it. I don't know it's backlash mm. until I see it in playing setting, per se. Yeah. And I would say, like, I will piggyback on that because you kind of definitely got, like, some of what I was thinking, too. And just, like, back in the day in, like, EverQuest, I just remember, like, you would, as, like, say I'm, like, a wizard, right? You would have expend a bunch of mana, right, in killing mobs, and then you'd have to sit forever, to get the stuff mm -hmm. back and this didn't seem like it was that long for them to recover because it's similar to what wow does today right you're eating to recover resources i'm just not i mean i think as long as they balance it accordingly where okay if you're not eating to recover you're still you know you're still doing something to recover but i do feel like it mm. would be helpful if they also did um he also did like in combat ways to recover, like certain spells. Like I think um, Gift of the Magi. I think if I remember right from Alpha yeah. Alpha One, like you you magic. Could, yeah, you, gave mana. you could give like mana. I mean, I would prefer like methods like that for recovery, just because it keeps the pace faster. And then every so often, like you're sitting down or you're eating in order to regain, that's okay. But I just think when it interrupts. When it's too um, distracting from interrupting the flow of combat, that's when I think you know it's it's probably to Faisal's point not really value added. Yeah, I can tell you my my takeaway on that: don't do it. You know why? Because in game, plenty of other games, you got to sit down and drink, like thinking of like a mage drinking, right? I remember running around in arenas. And you didn't want to let the mage go sit down because the mage could go sit down. He could he could drink on some drink and get some mana back. So you had to keep him locked down. Like, so that was really important. So here's my thing. If we want the game to be focused on artisanship, player agency, et cetera, I feel like that would actually undermine the usefulness of cooking as an artisan for profession. Because now it's going to be more important for people to actually need to have this provision on hand when they're out and about. So if they want to sit down and get magic or health back, as opposed to a potion, then they're going to need to go and act. You know what I mean? It, it, it's that interaction between people in their arts and professions, people in their classes, their trades, their whatever they're pursuing. And, and that interact um, interdependency on one another to keep the game going. I think anything like that, I know it might be a small thing, but anything like that to me just sort of like takes away from the, the need for that engagement between all those things in the game. But that's, that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I think there's ways you can, um, you can address that like with maybe food, giving you like a bigger recovery buff or having you come in faster. But I think the, the sitting mechanic, I feel like it's not necessary. And I, yeah. I agree with you, right. Unless you differentiate why it's important to have like food in your inventory that yeah, it does undermine the cooking profession and the alchemy professions for that matter. Too. Mm. The one thing I, I mean, again, I guess you have to balance it too. The one thing I never liked about 
um, like potion usage in other games has been like, oh, there's such a big cooldown if you have a potion. Um, but again, that also you have to balance that with the difficulty of the encounter, right? You don't want to mm -hmm. make it so easy if you just pound like, you know, 10 potions, you're good. Um, but still, it's like you've got to balance all that and see how what impact it has in the broader crafting professions, too. Yeah, or if you've got like a longer cooldown on a potion and when you do use it, it just doesn't do that much to begin with or doesn't last very long. Yeah. Right. Any any other thoughts about that? I think we're going to be talking a little bit more about the astral body stuff a little bit, the moon potentially next week when we get uh, Armored Cell here because, you know, we got to we gotta hear what he thinks about some of this stuff for sure. Um, but any other thoughts around the cleric specifically? or combat or anything that you all saw in you know that you just want to make sure we chat about today especially Faisal since he won't be here for a while since he's abandoning the show he's abandoning everyone he's abandoning the path he literally in the middle of the desert what do you want from <laughs> me <Sim? laughs> I retract my previous statement I just wanted to see it I just wanted to hear it <laughs> I'm gonna be in the middle of desert. What do you want from me? I have only so much control. I can't call my Camel Express to get me fucking Wi-Fi. <laughs> my Camel Express. Oh my gosh, dude! That's so I'm good. Just, I'm just picturing a camel with an antenna on each hump right now. Get some basal oh Wi-Fi. That that could be an alternative business for you, there, buddy. In addition to the cafe, right? <laughs> I want to I want to hit on a couple points too, real quick. That we're in the community reminders area uh, while we have time. So he did comment and outline the YouTube, uh, basically talking about um, just open world PvP. I'm not going to talk about it because it's pretty much stuff we talk about all the time here. But he did say that the AOC community raised over seventy seven point nine thousand this year for the Extra Life Radius Children's Hospital. If you're wondering, Sim, when are we gonna get that video from Steven? Still waiting on it, but the thank you video is supposed to be coming for our team, so ah uh, holla. And cosmetic swapping is going to be on December 14th. If you care about that, if you do, keep your eyes peeled for that. Also, they did say that they're gonna be doing another, because our last developer live stream was on December 2nd. Wait, was that right? Yes, it was yes. the second. So we are going to get one before the end of the year. They said we're getting one for December still. I don't know. Are we going to get it in like two weeks? Are we going to get it like the 16th, you think, in? Or even the 23rd? Because I'm I'm sitting here going like, are they going to do know. like I mean, the I 16th? Think they could, yeah, they could probably do like the week of the, you know, end of the week of the 26th. That still feels like, I mean, granted, they wouldn't do it. If they do it on a Friday, that's the day before New Year's, right? exactly and if they do it on uh i mean they do it on the 23rd that could potentially be like i don't know who's going to be in the office i don't really need people in the office for that but yeah, yeah. i'm also ho hopefully hoping they do the 16th because like then we can do our post show or i can we can do our podcast after because i know the 25th was definitely we're not gonna be on for that day the first might happen but i'll keep you posted on that one i'm not 100 percent just yet so we'll have to see what's up unless we do an alternate day, but who knows? We'll see what's up. Gentlemen, 
that's where we're going to leave it for today because the rest of the things I'm going to like say for next week, the Q and a components, some other things related to some of the day and night cycle, not a whole lot. Um, but there was some stuff on there related to like the VEC, which we'll kind of talk about talking about some worship and study of the stars. We kind of talked about it a little bit today. We'll consider that a lead in for next week. Um, we'll talk about some things related to not so much the character art, but definitely the Q and a component. I want to talk about that a bit. Um, yeah. So final thoughts, gentlemen, before we wind this thing down. Uh, I think Ashes uh, Ashes of Nearer got me there. The Bard Info. Mm. I, I liked some of the Bard Info he talked about. So make me want more Bard stuff. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And Basil. Think... Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I'm just hoping there isn't going to be a test before I finish work. <laughs> 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 yeah dude i i don't know i saw something about sandal dropping it's not only a constellation i mean i don't know about that sounds like sounds like some nonsense to just try to get me to be scared i think you're being a bit of a fear monger but i'm not going to play into that this um, is kind homie. of like the varin version of the slap bed isn't it it's, you don't know <laughs> when it's gonna happen it's gonna happen man <laughs> possibly man we'll do a short post show everybody Faisal, we're going to miss you, man. Take care of yourself in the meantime. Why don't you gentlemen go on ahead and shout out your domains where people can find you when you're not on this podcast. All right. You can find me on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Ashen Herald. And Faisal. You guys can find me on uh, Twitch as Faisal108 and on Twitter as Bagel108. Friends, we might be at the end of today's show, but in closing, got to remind all of you that whether you uh, you don't just have to be here on the show to be a Pathfinder, if you're here and you know watching the the live Twitch stream, if you're listening in the car ride, if you're watching on YouTube, you're all Pathfinders. So much love to all of you, to Intrepid Studios friends. We're gonna catch you next week, but until then, live your best lives, walk in the light, and have a great night, everybody. We'll see you again real soon. Bye. Take care, everybody.